Hey guys, Blair from the Who Pod here. Are you looking for any geeky logos or headers or channel branding? I know a guy just for you. His name is JP Rakath. You can find JP Rakath at jprakath at gmail.com or on Twitter, he is at jp underscore Rakath. If you're looking for geeky music or just music in general, I have someone else for you. Her name is Kristen Walsh, and you can contact Kristen at Kristen with an E dot Walsh dot music nine nine at gmail.com. These are two people that help make Hoopod what it is, and I can never recommend them enough. So check them out. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopod. My name is Blair Beveridge, and thank you for once again tuning in. On this week's show, we have Timid Bunny. Now, Timid Bunny is somebody within the Hooman community who really focuses on kind of raising money for animal shelters, specifically those that take care of bunny rabbits. I think it's absolutely amazing that she does this. In fact, in the show notes below, you're going to see uh, information about a charity stream she's going to be doing on the Easter weekend, which is also, I believe, on April Fool's Day, uh, where she's going to be donating all proceeds from that charity stream towards shelters, uh, specifically uh, one in her area that helps with rabbits and, and other animals. So... Please uh, check it out. On this show, we also talk about Star Wars a little bit. She's a Star Wars fan. I like it when I find other Star Wars fans. We uh, we talk about uh, general geekery. Uh, prequels comes up. Not something that is a favorite topic of mine. Joy and I take a little side trip about the Super Bowl halftime. Fly, Eagles, fly, guys. But let's dive into this, shall we? Hoopod number 59 with our guest, Timid Bunny. There was actually one thing. It's not a question. Okay, did anybody watch the halftime show for, for Super Bowl? Probably not Tierlin because Australia. Yeah, duh. Of course. Okay, how underwhelmed were you? Very. I was so underwhelmed. Look, I I like Justin Timberlake. Let's just put that out there. I, I think really he's an incredible performer. Anymore. <laughs> I, I think he's an incredible performer. That performance, he barely sung. He danced a lot, but he barely sung. He did a tribute to Prince that Prince, while he was alive, never wanted done from everything I've read. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it felt flat to me. Like, I, I and I, the outfit, I don't get the, uh, like, hunting What's casual. The, what was the tribute? Why didn't Prince, well, Prince never wanted to be, Prince have liked it? yeah, he didn't, he said he never wanted to be hologrammed. And, um, and I, I'm this is secondhand knowledge I'm passing on. I didn't, you know, read specific quotes of this, whatever. But I heard from a variety of sources that Prince said that he did never wanted to be brought back in that way, like how they've brought Tupac in the past, and just when he's dead, let let him be. Yeah. But um, at least again, this is just secondhand knowledge. I have no nothing to quote, nothing to read. But for me, I just felt the the performance a little underwhelming. I didn't get his attire. I really didn't. Um, and yeah, and I like the guy. I think he's a, he's a very talented dude. Was I the only other one that watched? The, I mean, my team won the Super Bowl, so that's why I was watching. Now <laughs> that was a big deal for me. Obviously, because I'm from New England, I I just naturally side with the Patriots. I wasn't bummed that they lost or anything like that. It was an awesome game. It was it was, it was really good. But um. Some of your fans in their hometown, yeah, holy crap, 
Yeah, Philly Eagles fans are not the nicest people. I, I've been to a few games, or no, sorry, just one game live. I've, I've seen them on TV a lot. They're not very nice, and that really kind of bothers me being one of them. I, I don't associate with that side of them, and um, it, it's too bad. It really is because they are very sore losers and very sore winners in this case, which uh, um, you know is a little embarrassing being a fan myself. But enough about football. Yeah, I know. We have with us this week our guest, everybody. Welcome, Timid Bunny. Welcome, Timid Bunny. Hello. <laughs> um, now, for those of you who have listened to the Human Holiday Wish, Timid Bunny has given us uh, tracks for both of the years. The only thing I knew about her was her voice to this moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's right now rocking a cool human t-shirt and the bunny ears. She's in Full, full humanity and the, book too. And the Felicia Day book as well. Got a little human. Oh, my goodness, she's almost as bad as well she was when we first met him. Oh my god, well she. <laughs> Joey, go ahead. You could tell the well she story. Okay, so when we were we had well she and Zazu on, well she was sitting there on camera and he just had anything Team Human lined up and surrounding him. It was mm -hmm. hilarious. He had, like, an animal on each shoulder. He was hugging one. He had them all. It, it, it was like watching Wendy Williams on crack. It was just, <laughs> wow. It was, it, was, it was pretty cool. Very cool. Um, but, uh, Tim Bunny, I guess the, the initial question, and, and clearly you're a fan uh, of, of, the, of the people in the, in the uh, projects in the industry, how did you find Team Human? Well, here's, here's, it's funny because I started watching Felicia Day uh, back in 2008 when the Yellow came out right. and I watched the first season and I was like, I fell in love right away. And then I continued watching the rest of the seasons. And after the, the whole show was over, I was like, oh, and I lost track of her. I didn't know that she was doing Supernatural. She was on Buffy. So somebody told me about Twitch. So I started watching Twitch and somebody said, oh, there's this thing called Team Human. I didn't know what Team Human was. And then I found out that Felicia Day was streaming and her brother was streaming. And then voila, there she is. Oh my God, I found you. <laughs> it was so, so great. I, I had no idea that she was that popular. I thought that she was still doing uh, YouTube stuff. So I didn't know that she was in so many TV shows and she had been in, by that time, I think she was on Twitch for about a year. Mm. Um, and after getting her book, I, I just found out that I had so many things in common, especially about feeling a bit anxious and nervous being with people and social things and, and just geeky and dorky like I am. It's like, oh my God, I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. And plus the community is just so wonderful. Everyone's so supportive. Since I joined in uh, Team Human probably 2015, um, everyone's been welcoming and didn't mind that I have a weird accent, that I came from everywhere. <laughs> just been great it's <laughs> amazing joey you did you did a year anniversary video i think for felicia after her one year twitch didn't you or am i mistaking that no um okay so i had just finished uh doing all the edits for the rise of the tomb raider abridged and then at the same time i was also doing the second year anniversary yeah second year and i had all of the I hadn't realized until near the end that I had edited out all of the stuff that she would do in the opening of her Twitch, like where she talks to everybody for about five or ten minutes before she actually games. 
Mm-hmm. And there was just some internet gold in there. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of like a Twitch anniversary thing. So that's what I did. So it was kind of like two year for her anniversary yeah, on it? Twitch. Okay. But uh, it, it was it was well deserved. And for those people that follow Felicia's work um, outside of the community, uh, the TV show The Magicians, uh, she's currently about to start her run as Poppy on season three. Uh, next week will be her first episode. That was confirmed in the, the trailer. So for those of you who have read the book, you know who Poppy is. Uh, for those of you who have not, uh, well, come see what Felicia or how Felicia plays the character. The, the TV show does go a little off script from where the book is. Um, in a good way, in my opinion. I actually quite enjoy the show. I like the show better than I like the books. And um, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with this show this year. But, uh, yeah, tune on in. By the time this releases, it'll uh, that episode might have just come out or will be coming out very soon. It airs on Wednesdays, I believe. And, Tierlin, we haven't spoken to you in a while. Where you been? Around here, there, a little bit everywhere. You know, Spending we're always... my time in the magical land of Australia. <laughs> we're, we're always wonder, uh, worried that you're going to melt away one day. I worry that too. I mean, this very moment, there's a very good chance of it. It's just dripping everywhere. It's, oh, so hot. Um, but no, no, so I've been, I've been rather boring. But speaking of the magicians, I have not seen it, but um, we went for a little bit of retail therapy, as you do, to Sanity. Do you guys have Sanity in America? It's a DVD place. And oh. And you can say that, like, yeah, you go insane, insanity. And it's like a play on words. No, okay. No, well, that's that's, that's, that's an Australia thing. <laughs> 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 no, here we have yeah, places like Fye, Best Buy, FYE. Walmart, um, well, for, for your degree? entertainment. Oh, okay. That sounds like a porn place. <laughs> <laughs> for your entertainment. For your entertainment. You have uh, to forgive, they actually forgive just him, announced that. Forgive him, Tim and Bunny. He he's a perv. <laughs> I, I am a perv. I'm the local perv. Um, <laughs> oh, <it's all> right. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if this is this is North American wide, but they just announced that uh, Best Buy is no longer going to be carrying. I think it's just CDs at this time. They're yeah. still carrying. And uh, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I still actually do like buying physical copies of, of music, but mm. I mean, I'm even me these days. It's like I I listen to Spotify almost for everything these days. And um, I, when I get a, a physical DVD, I do digitize it. So maybe. It's getting to the point where they're just not needed anymore. I wonder if CDs will make a big comeback one day in like 30 years, the way records have. Yeah, you know records are now available you get again. Out your big record, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so I reckon it'll be like that. Yeah, so I went and bought um, The Magicians actually on DVD because I heard Felicia was going to be on it. So obviously Fangirl was like, well, now I've got to start a new series for Felicia. So um, I haven't watched the first episode yet, but I am going to binge that on the weekend yep. maybe felicia shows up if you will <laughs> midway through season three which it is now in the current timeline um yes the the uh, the, the book in the series for those who may not know is it, they don't even pretend this is harry potter meets chronicles of narnia with emo and i'm gonna say hipsters in this one like the 20 year olds if you will in the book they're more like emo teenagers so they did age them which i thought was really smart and I'll tell you, yeah. this show is full of so many pretty people. Oh, my God. They are all just gorgeous. The perv Blair. There I am. <laughs> Guys and girls from, you know, both sides of that fence. But uh, there no, I am. No, it sounds like my kind of show. I'm into that. Perfect. But, um, so let's get off of oh, my pervosity. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're saying I would quickly like to share with everyone. I will share a picture on Twitter as well. 
I am now currently wearing braces. I am a brace face. So I'm going to go in close so that way Tim and Bunny can see. Can you see them? No, not really. No, they're doing no, a good job, Tara. Is there Invisalign? Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, have you heard of them? They're like these, I don't, I don't think they're that new, but they're like these plastic molds that you can take in and out. And it's really, really handy because I felt very uncomfortable walking around with braces. Again, for the second time in my life, I've already been through that awkwardness. <laughs> but no, they're really fantastic. And um, for anyone who wants braces in the next couple of years, they're going to make them really affordable. They're trying to make $30 braces that you can take in and out, like mouth guards. Yeah, I love mm. all that stuff. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. I'm now endorsing braces. <laughs> <laughs> braces by Tierlin Puxty. Yeah. That'll be her next uh, book, Brace Face. A serial <laughs> killer. Um, oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that was actually not. Um, so, Timid Bunny, you, you, you sound like somebody who likes bunnies. <laughs> There's a story about that. <laughs> well, um, I always always like all types of animals, dogs, bunnies, birds, and everything. But my zodiac sign, that Chinese zodiac sign, is a bunny. So yeah. that's why I always related to bunnies. And then I also, I also liked uh, Sailor Moon. And in the Japanese version, they call her Uzagi, which means bunny. <laughs> so, oh. Yeah. And, and then um, I, always, I also identify with bunnies because they're timid. They're, they take their time to bond with people and kind of the same way. It takes me a while to really become close to people. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a bunny. <laughs> um, and it, in, if, if I remember right, you, do, you work with uh, some sanctuaries for, for donations. Yes, that's right. Um, so last December 10th, thank you to all the humans and everyone that helped out. We had a big uh, charity event. It was an eight-hour charity event, and we raised $750. And it job, was guys. awesome. It was awesome. Um, I'm just, I was blown away how many people showed up, how many people donated and spread the word and everything. Um, and then we went to the, sh the shelter and handed in the check and said, hey, this is from Twitch. <laughs> of course, nobody knew what Twitch was. So like, <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> they should have brought you one of those big fake checks that you could have kept in your, your place. <laughs> I, I was trying to get one, but they're so expensive. They're a hundred really? bucks. Serious? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on a fake check. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I, I, go ahead. Uh, sorry. I was just going to say that I'm continuously, I'm still uh, raising money for a horse. That's a humane animal welfare society of Wisconsin. And so far we raised uh, $300 and this is going to go for supplies. So they need medical supplies. They need food. They need uh, cat litter, just anything. So uh, it's going to happen this, the, at the end of the month. We're going to go to the shelter with all the boxes and here you go. <laughs> More stuff. <laughs> uh, I actually, and I, and I dated a girl that had a bunny once upon a time. I didn't realize that cat litter was, is that a training thing or? Well, they have tons of cats in the shelter. So okay. I guess they need, they need it for their poopy time. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. If there's other animals, sorry. I thought this might have been just for, for bunnies and specifically. Um, now, that, that's amazing. I mean, I, I think one of the, the key traits to being a human that I just so identify with is, is the kindness to animals thing. And um, I, 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 that is where I spend a lot of my you know, money. I, I, I 
you know, all the cats we got are sheltered cats. We, you know, we, we got a cat. We were even told by the shelter, you don't want that one. And we're like, yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, she's, she's still here. She's still kicking around. Um, grumpy as hell, but kicking around. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I find people, especially those that, that donate the really sick cats and, and, you know, it is so hard. It is so hard. Like when we, when we've lost cats in the past, it has been, I, I, I take it on the chin a little bit, a little bit more than the average person, I think. And, um, it's, it's just, it's really hard. And for people who can do that and people who can shelter them and work with them and keep them, you know, as medicated as possible, I just, I don't know, for me, these, these are people that are not all heroes wear capes, right? So, um, I'm with you on this, a hundred percent. So let's, uh, if people like, we'll we'll put it in the show notes, but uh, verbally, if people want to continue to help you you with donations, where would they go for that? Well, they can go to my Twitch uh, channel is Timmy Bunny. Just go to Twitch TV and and then Timmy Bunny, or they can go to my Facebook page is facebook.com slash Timmy Bunny. Uh, or Twitter, it's underscore Timmy Bunny underscore. <laughs> there we are. So you do you Twitch stream or you just use uh, Twitch for for watching? No, I, I stream three times a week, uh, cool. Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays. And during the streams, I mentioned the both charity events, uh, charity organizations. So horse is number one. Does so they help all types of animals. And the Wisconsin House Rabbit Society, they they mainly uh, rescue bunnies. So it's all about bunnies. And on April 1st, we're going to have another big charity event for the bunnies. It's Easter and it's April Fool's. It's going to be, it was going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. And it's, it's all going to go. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and also in March, uh, we're going to start uh, trying to raise more money. So throughout the whole month of March, we're going to be raising money and then we're going to end it with april 1st the big charity event and hopefully we can help them out because right now they need a lot of support um the they have a, a bunny sanctuary and the cost the monthly cost that goes from 500 dollars to 700 dollars a month isn't that, isn't that nuts it is just unbelievable because all, all the medical expenses and everything is yeah. just and we feel bad because they need more and more and so i'm trying to do my part no, you're, you're, you are doing your you're part. You're not trying. Well <laughs> oh, done. thank you. Um, for those who want to come see what you do on Twitch, do you play games or do you do in real life? Or uh, Yes, I, I play uh, Telltale Games on Tuesdays. Oh, you already got me. Yes, yes, <laughs> uh, I love those games. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> you can come watch me anytime. Uh, and then on Thursdays, I play RPG games. They, they have really good stories. And then on Sundays, casual day, we play Jackbox games with the uh, with chats. <laughs> it's all about fun. This is crazy. These are actually two of those things. Are two things that I do. I'm actually playing Telltale's Back to the Future right now. Um, oh, how good is it? It's actually <laughs> besides the walking, which I can't stand. Joey can attest to this. He's he's watching. Yeah, you me. get used to it. Um, but the 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 plot, I really like the plot. I thought the plot's it's really well done. It's really smart. Yeah, I, I'm, to have actual Christopher Lloyd's voice in it. Oh, yes. oh, I know. I was so happy to hear that. I'm like, and it was funny because with the character who's who's voicing Marty at first, I was like, did they get Michael J. Fox as well? I'm like, no, it's a little yeah. little different. So that person really does a great job, and um, the story's really good. I'm about to do the third, I think, uh, third one is probably tomorrow night, to be honest. It is Michael uh, J. Fox. 
Well, Michael doesn't do all the voices. I think we talked about this before, right? I like he... don't know if we... No, we didn't talk about this. I just sent you a screenshot of the Wikipedia thing. <laughs> Michael J. Fox doesn't <laughs> do it through the whole the series. <laughs> no, well, he doesn't fine. do it through the whole series. But he does do it a, maybe a little bit. Anyway. Uh, no, we... Uh, anyway, I thought we'd discuss this before. <laughs> well, anyway. you have this thing where you know you fantasize about conversations with me blair and they just never happen poofing on um <laughs> uh for anyone who wants to set our records straight either way please send us a twitter at who pod and we will be happy to discuss with you either way whoever's doing the voice amazing job um and i know joy will probably google it and send, show me that i'm wrong before the end of the podcast <laughs> Um, but yeah, Telltale is, is, I love, I love them. I cannot wait for the A Wolf Among Us, uh, <gasps> second. Yes. Oh. When is that coming out? 2018. There is no date We're, we're in that. 2018. I, oh, I, damn it. Okay. I agree. It's sometime <laughs> this year. I absolutely loved that one. Um, yeah. I've been thinking of trying the Batman one as well. Not so much in the, the Walking Dead, um, Oh, still... The Walking Dead was so good. Yeah. I just did the third one. Oh, and Clem's story. A lot of people had mixed uh, feelings about that one. I think I'm the only person who loved it more than the other ones. Mm, and that fair. song at the end. Oh, all the feels. All the feels. You had a complicated relationship with your brother. Cue the music. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, and, and to the Jackbox, I actually own Jackbox 3 and 4, and that's what I do in my work for happy hour every Friday between 4 and 5 is we play Jackbox games with my coworkers. Um, that's our company's way of trying to get us, you know, not trying to get us, by getting us to kind of socialize and, and whatnot. And so I, I, I do a lot of murder party, a lot of quiplash, some, uh, uh, what's the one where you got to tell good lies? Um, fibbage? Uh, fibbage, yes. And, and Fibbage is the other one that everybody seems to like. We did the dating simulator one once, and that just was weird. That was yeah, super weird. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Um, it was weirder with your coworkers. Trust me on that one. Um, <laughs> that's not very good. But those are the, I actually really love Jackbox games as well. I, I have tried it on my stream a couple times. I usually don't get a, enough people to do a proper Jackbox though. So my hat is off to you for getting that many viewers to be able to do that as, as consistently as you have. So that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> so once we we dive into your geeky passions a little bit, uh, what is it besides? what Felicia and Ryan are, are doing uh, that you, that, that kind of is your geeky passions. What is your true North? Um, gosh, I've been all over the place. I've tried so many things. I've always liked playing games. Uh, I think my brother is the one who got me into gaming. This is back when Ataris were around. Remember Ataris? <laughs> yeah, I owned one. Yeah, and I wasn't allowed to play because those are the boys' games, and oh. they would invite me to play whenever they could. Uh, but I wasn't really, really a good gamer, so whenever they stopped playing or they got tired of it, uh, I would try some of the games. Uh, and then eventually, after Atari, we got a Commodore 64. Then mm -hmm. I started playing the big time. I, do you guys remember those summer game uh, games? Oh yeah. Uh, those are awesome. We got I the winter games. You'd have to, I would literally, this knuckle would come out and you basically, you have two keys, one's left foot and one's right foot. And I would rub back and forth to see how fast I can go. Because back yeah. forth, back forth, like the two fingers just were too slow. But if you rubbed really quickly, you'd destroy your keyboard or your, your gamepad, depending on what you're using. But it would run a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, and, and a little hint about nobody was very good at video games back there, so don't feel like you weren't good enough to play Atari's. Your, your, your brothers or whatnot were just hogging the systems. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> also, um, because of uh, my love for games, I started like, liking computers. Not as much as my brother. My brother was my, like um, more the techie guy. I, I liked the graphics. I wanted to learn more about doing graphics, so I... I went to school and got a, a graphic design uh, diploma and I started doing some contract work and logos and pamphlets, brochures and, and yes. everything. Um, and that's what I was doing before I moved to America. So, so <laughs> a kind of side story real quick. Um, I moved to America last March because I live in, <laughs> I, need, I need to go back, I think. I was born in Peru, South America. And then I moved to Canada when I was 17. And I, I, yeah, <laughs> and I stayed in Canada uh, for like 24 years, for something like that. And I just recently, I, I got married, and of course, American. Yeah, <laughs> when did I move in here? As you do, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, I moved to, to Wisconsin, and uh, it's not that bad. I mean, everyone was scared me. They said, it's going to be freezing. You won't stand the weather. You were 24 no. years in Canada. What, you, did did you think I was practicing? Uh, whereabouts uh, were you uh, in Canada? In, in uh, BC, Vancouver. Oh, so, so you... very oh, mild weather. Yeah, fair. I love BC. <laughs> I it love, is beautiful. I That is honestly, if I were to move anywhere else in Canada, that would be where I'd want to be. Uh, my sister-in-law lives out there. She works in the movie in, or TV industry. Yes. And uh, I have various times and still ongoing wanting to move there um I, yeah it might happen for me one day but yeah maybe i have to ask you about some cool places once once that happens but uh, it is really expensive though <laughs> yeah that's that's the thing that's not that's kept me not going um yeah try uh paying for their internet speeds Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know you i think do. your cell phone package is crazy holy freaking crap Oh no! I trust me. Ours aren't much better. Um, in fact, they're very similar. It's 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 the rent and the the cost of food and and the and the fact that the salaries don't scale very well to that. Like I this if I were to like Toronto actually is quite expensive um, to live in as well, and at times has been the most expen one of the most expensive cities in the world um, from a kind of rent, food, entertainment to salary standpoint. But I do believe if Vancouver isn't, they are very close to being the worst. Um, in the world uh, and inconsistently there are some neighborhoods in Vancouver that unless you're a multi-millionaire you can't even look at and there's a lot of that uh, just but it is such a beautiful city oh I love yes. it love it love it love it um, but Wisconsin uh, I know trainer Jody I believe he was from Wisconsin so he's another human in the area who uh, um um, not a Packers fan either, I, if, I, if I remember right. There's not too many um, cheeseheads. Uh, uh, but, uh, no, that's, that's great. That's awesome. I'm glad that you're, you're enjoying Wisconsin, and, um, and uh, I'm, I'm glad you lived up here for 24 years as well. Though I, I would be very jealous of the Peruvian weather right now. <laughs> yeah it's actually very mild compared to other countries like ecuador or brazil where it's super hot uh, in peru is not that bad uh probably like what uh, 90 degrees fahrenheit or maybe a bit less 85 because i'm trying to remember what celsius and fahrenheit is it's you could say the numbers and i'll understand and tierland will understand <laughs> 
<laughs> Joey might be a little confused, but Joey's a smart guy. He'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm super So 20, smart. 28. <laughs> 28, oh, yeah. 28, so tw- yeah, that's 20, nice. 28 is a nice summer day in Toronto. That's that's how I think of 28. 35 is a hot day. What Tierland goes yes. through is just death. Tierland goes through like 40. 75. <laughs> Celsius. Yeah, that's yeah. Celsius. Yeah. So there'll be days where it is like minus one, minus two, or zero, and Tierland is like dying of cold. And I just like I'm right now sitting my it's like minus twenty outside. I'm not wearing socks out. I'm in the t shirt. It's just used to it. It is fifty four degrees Fahrenheit outside right now. I want What's that like eighteen? No less. Eight? Minus eight. Probably about ten. Fifty four degrees to Celsius. Tennis? Tennis? We're doing we're doing 12, conversions here. Twelve point two Celsius. Yeah. Twelve. Oh, that's 12. that's cold. But this is February. <laughs> this is like winter time for us. Oh, so that's not that yeah, bad. No, okay, that's good. That's very nice. We're we're gonna get uh, ten to fifteen centimeters overnight. So that sucks. Of rain um, or snow? Of uh, snow. Rain? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honey. <laughs> Carolyn, honey, we're in winter. <laughs> It doesn't rain. I know. Where I'm he is. Imagine so 15 sorry. centimeters of rain. <laughs> that would be insane. <laughs> that would be flooding everywhere. Oh man. Might be monsoon season. <laughs> Could be monsoon season. Uh, so, what kind of movies do you watch, Tim and Bunny? Uh, see, the last one that I watched was The Shape of Water. A really cool movie. Well, it's, it, it's an Oscar favorite, isn't it? Yes, and I know that some people think it's just a romantic movie. No, there's more to it. It's very psychological. There's a lot of stuff in the back. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I highly recommend it. It's a really good movie. Have you seen that, Joey, Terrilyn, Shape of Water? No, I haven't seen it yet. No, sorry, the thing just jammed. I didn't hear half of that. Shape of Water, no. Um, No, but it's on my list. I'm actually going to Newcastle tomorrow to have a bit of a movie binge because I missed out on a lot of things like The Greatest Showman and Mm. Jumanji. But I did see, maybe not legally, The Disaster Artist. Has anyone seen that yet? No, I've heard nothing but great things, but the premise looks so dumb. No, it's fantastic. I mean, it's one of those shows where you kind of have to watch The Room, the movie that it's based off first. Okay. And it's just, it's so bad that it's genius. <laughs> I thought it was a parody, but it's absolutely excellent. And it's James Franco at his best. Well, that's not saying much. <laughs> not a big fan well, I, of James Franco. I like, I like James. I, I'd go Fair there. Enough. I haven't seen the movie. Obviously, it's good enough to be getting, you know, nominations and victories. I think he won the Golden Globe for the role. So um, I'm throwing stones from my glass house, I understand. Um, But I don't know. It's one of those things, like both of those movies, Shape of Water and Disaster Artist, I've, part of me is like, I'm going to be watching it because people are telling me it's great, not because I had any genuine interest. And And I usually don't do that. I don't let other people pull me around by the nose that way. Um, oh, no, oh, okay. Hang on. Hold on. I'll pull you by the nose. How, how about this one? Since we're all geeks here, did you see the trailer for the Han Solo movie? I did. Oh, you know I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> and this is Terrilyn's last time with us. <laughs> 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 um, 
Don't let the tornado know, hit you on the way out. I, as this resident Star Wars guy, I don't know. I want, I don't get the point of this movie, I guess, is where I'm going. I don't like prequels. I don't care. He, he you know, Chewie, life dead, I get it. <laughs> he gets the Falcon from Lando, great. I don't care. Blair has hell frozen over because I want to just take that moment of us saying there's a Han Solo, a Star Wars movie, and then just have your voice on repeat saying, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I, I really don't. don't. I I don't like Blair. prequels. I, I don't know why people watch movies when they already know what the ending's going to be. I mean, some the people... Will, yeah, that was another terrible set of three movies. <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I, I read The Hobbit, it was the, the book that got me into fantasy, I absolutely loved the book, and then I, and then I read Lord of the Rings afterwards, the Lord of the Rings movies, I don't have a problem with, the Hobbit movies, that was supposed to be one movie, maybe two, not three, it, it, don't even get me started on okay, the Okay, um, Fantastic Beasts, isn't that technically a prequel, how do you feel about that? Okay, I will, I will admit I'm wrong, I actually liked Fantastic <laughs> Beasts, I will eat crow. <laughs> I will, I will admit where I'm wrong there, and I think a lot of that is the fact that I didn't know who Newt Scamander was going into that other than, like, what the trailers were telling me. In my Harry Potter experience, he was inconsequential. But, yes, it is technically a prequel, and yes, I did enjoy it. One for two. Shit. <laughs> Take that one on the chin. Um, it, no, okay. What other sort of movie... <laughs> What other sort of TV shows and movies are you into? Um, I think you brought out a Porg a little earlier since we're into the Star Wars world. Yes, I love Star Wars. Um, I love Harry Potter movies. I've read the books. I love um, Lord of the Rings. I've read all the books too. And I think I read the books first before I saw the movies. And then afterwards I read The Hobbit. And you're absolutely right. The book was actually meant for kids. Yeah. And they tried to turn it more for adults. And they made it turn into three movies. And then they included Legolas. Legolas was never there. Yep. <laughs> Something a lot of people don't realize. No Legolas in The Hobbit book. Not there. Um, he's my favorite character in the whole world. I kind of wish he was there, but he's not in the book. Um, but that book mesmerized me. I, I just, it was one of those things that my grade six teacher just sat down and for, I don't know what it was, just he read in the afternoon to us this, this book. And um, sometimes you think back on the teachers you've had in your life and most of them have very little impact in, in your life. But this guy, you know, he, 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 he literally got me started on this geeky path. Um, between Star Wars and The Hobbit, um, Star Wars was my dad and uh, The Hobbit was my grade six teacher. They're the two that kind of pushed me the hardest. And I mean, me growing up, I'm, I'm a little older than most of our, our, view, our listenership. Um, being a geek, you had to closet that. It had to be very, very hidden. And because I was good at sports, I could hide well. Um, some other people I knew that liked that stuff weren't so good at sports, and they were ostracized terribly for it. And um, it wasn't until I found this community that I myself were like, fuck it. I don't care. This is who I am. If you don't like it, I don't, I don't care. I'm a 40 over 40 year old man who likes these things and goes to these things you don't like it that's your problem i don't care uh i just wish i'd felt like that sooner um tyrell and joey and, and you, you as well timid bunny have you always kind of had your flag out on display um for people to see how much you love your geekery uh in my case not really i was trying always trying to fit in 
but I'm just too weird. I never fit in. I'm just too hard. I have too, too many quirks to the way I speak, the way I walk, everything about me is just weird. So I don't know. <laughs> and one day I said, like you, I was like, I give up. I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. I like books. I like Harry Potter. I don't, I don't care. People tell me I'm too old to like Harry Potter. <laughs> I like Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I love what you love. Um, We'll, we'll go we'll go to joey next because i think you might have had a trend because you're probably the middle-aged of, of the three of us at least <laughs> in a way he's our middle-aged yeah, i caught that child. too <laughs> dick it's all right you're the baby tarlin i'm the old man i'd rather be middle-aged <laughs> you know i remember in 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 groups of people when i was the youngest one and i was able to feel some kind of comfort and now that i'm not <laughs> it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> um, yes and no. I mean, it it depended who I was around. Like, if I was at school, not so much. If I was at home, you bet your ass. <laughs> uh, but I think a lot of people were like that. Um, the problem is, is that you know you did the, a lot of the reason for that is because before the internet took off the way it did. Um, especially with faster speeds, making it, you know, easier to access, uh, certain groups of people and whatnot, mm -hmm. your world was really your little hometown of where you ever, you were big or small, yeah. like yeah. that. And that was your world. Like there was nothing really else outside of it, unless you write about it or saw our pictures, like that was it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it meant that you had a lot more focus on you and now everybody's just, paying attention to everywhere else so no fair well you Terrell, well, you're always able to just kind of be who you are yeah i mean I, i've got the weird ability to kind of fit in everywhere without really fitting in anywhere if that makes sense so hmm. at school i was actually in the popular group and i know that sounds really like oh my god but that was just kind of the crowd i ran with they were all very very sporty all very academic did the public speaking did state age netball but I would be that kid where they would be eating their recess and at some point during class I had bonded with the geeky chick, the one with the blue hair who would carry around her Buffy books and all of that and I'd be the one who would bring her over to our group and they would be horrified and I'd be like, what? I like her, she's cool, she likes Buffy. <laughs> so I was that kind of person so I would then often uh, switch from group to group and there was never any malice or anything behind it, it'd just be if I felt like being weird that day then I'd go off with my weird friends. And if I was like, oh, you know, maybe I've overdosed a little bit on Charmed, which like, you can't, but anyway. <laughs> but if I felt like being sporty, I'd go off with the popular group. So, yeah, no, I've never felt kind of ostracized for liking the geeky things because I just, yeah, just do what I do. No doubt people talk about it. But yeah, I would, I never but did. I mean, I <laughs> I love that you're, the younger generation, I'm going to put you in the younger generation for this, mm. this material, has been a lot better with that. Um, I, I just, I, I wish I could rewind time and just be, and love it outwardly a lot more then, because I think I would have been able to go to conventions before I was in my mid thirties. I wish I could have been able to find Dungeons and Dragons before I hit my forties. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd known and heard of all these things, but they carried that stigma tag that was just a little too far for me. I never wanted to have that association. And these are things I love now later in life that I don't give a shit. Um, I just robbed myself of so much enjoyment because I was so afraid of what 
you know, people would think of, of me. And because I had that ability to mesh in because of, you know, the athleticism and whatnot, I kind of had that card that my, you know, my other geekier friends just didn't have. And I, uh, anyway, I, I remember, um, I, my first roommate outside of college, uh, what had happened is, uh, a buddy of mine, um, found out what magic the gathering was. And he, he's like, Oh, you got to play this game. You got to play this game. And I came over and I played it. And I'm like, ah, yeah, it's fun, but you know, whatever. He goes, no, 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 you got to play it. So I played it with him and just him. And then he's like, oh, let's go play this tournament at this store. And I'm like, yeah, now I don't know if I want to do this. This is getting a little stretched. And so I went to the, I went to the tournament. I did really well, which surprised me more than anyone else. And the guy who was running the tournament ended up becoming uh, one of my best friends. And, uh, and it all came down to a point where from time to time I'd go into the store and I'd buy cards and I'd talk to him and everything was cool. Um, we once had a game of magic that a bunch of my friends wanted to play and there were seven of us. And I'm like, well, I can go talk to the guy at the store. He seems to know and he could be our eighth. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, sure. So I went to talk to him and I invited him to come over and be our eighth player. He's like, yeah, sure. Little did I know he had a crush on one of my friends. But, um, and that's why he came. But yeah, it was, it was, that guy ended up becoming the first you know, my first roommate, the first guy that I really kind of allowed my, my geeky side to show. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's just crazy what I could have experienced without having to wait that long. But, uh, um, anyway, <laughs> um, Joey, what's, uh, why don't we play your new little, uh, book game? Okay. So book game, Kierlin was not here for the last one. So once again, I have changed how the whole rapid fire situation works. I no longer write questions down. I don't have a list of anything per se. So here's what is going to happen. Tim and Bunny, you're going first you'll choose a number between one and two. And then I'll tell you what range of the number to There pick is next. no number between one and two. The ship is say one point three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Shut up. <laughs> Just shut the front door. <laughs> All right. So, Tim and Bunny, the way it works is you choose a number, one or two, and then I will give you the range. So, go ahead and let me know what two. you want. Two. All right. So, then I need a number between five and 129. 78. 78. That's my number. There you go. You're psychic. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> one, two, three, or four. Three. Three? Okay. If you had to rely on one person you know in any difficult situation, who would you pick? Spike, right there. <laughs> Spike wins. Uh, the question can also go to Blair and Tierlin as well. Blair, you first. I have to rely on one person? My wife, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sure so Alex one person is... I have to, yeah, don't, I'll just say, I'll say Alex, yeah. Oh, okay. I have to rely on myself because I don't have a significant other like you three. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Timid, another question um, for the next question. I need another number between one or between five and 129. Um, 88. All right, one, two, three, or four? Four. Four. If you could be given a personal tour of any Hollywood celebrity's house, who would you want to see? Harrison Ford. Ooh. Interesting. 
Any particular reason why? It's hoping he has any Star Wars memorabilia. <laughs> Do you reckon? <laughs> what if like, what if in his house all the doors close downwards and you always have to slide underneath to get into like the kitchen? Wouldn't that be a cool house? Not really, because at his age he'd break a hip or or a foot as he did <laughs> on the set of Force Awakens. We're talking about a guy torches. that crashes planes. <laughs> yeah, he should be dead twice over that. How about you, Daryl? Um, a celebrity house I would like to say. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. You know Penn and Teller, the magicians? Mm-hmm. Penn's house looks like a Barbie doll house on the outside. And I reckon it'd be full of all these like trap doors and magic tricks. So I would so be all up in that. You're such a girl. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I, though, it's probably surprising just for the fact that i think this guy has to have one of the coolest houses i'd go tim burton like just the amount of shit that would be in that house i think would entertain me for hours hypothetically of course speaking (laughs) i would choose brad pitt because why not all right now i get to choose so you can see the bedroom Mm -hmm. (laughs) all right if you had to give the same gift to everyone that you know next christmas what would it be i have an answer but i'll wait i would say uh, an amazon gift card oh i like you <laughs> what about you blair oh me um honestly um money i i everybody needs money it's, it's money i just give everyone my books because i've got a stack load left over <laughs> <laughs> They're good, guys. Buy Tyrell's books. She doesn't have a stack load. They're all for sale. Seriously. <laughs> Go to Amazon.com, type in Tyrell and Puxty, and buy her books. You really need Blair, to work on this PA. stuff, Tyrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> um, but, but no, I, I really loved Realm FM. I loved the podcast that we did for Realm FM. Kind of did a little mini story storybook telling within that world, and um, I don't have to hear from that crazy Amy Holt, at least not anytime soon, at least. Oh, she's just uh, pestering you so much. Just incessant. I'm so sorry so about much. that. Well, you know, it happens. Not all doppelgangers are great. <laughs> no, thank you. It was a lot of fun. And thank you to everyone for, um, yeah, for helping out. I loved our floating heads. <laughs> that was entertaining, listening to the blooper oh, reel. God, those two. They, something, you know, unfortunately we, we won't share, but we were sent a blooper reel. From uh, Welshy and uh, and <laughs> and oh my god, I'm blinking. I don't want to say a real name. Zazu. 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 Thank you. Um, and uh, it is, yeah, it, it is freaking hilarious. The two of them, I could just listen. Talk Pure chaos. <laughs> they need their own TV show. <laughs> they really do, truly. Joey, sorry, you got anything else? Yeah, I got two more questions. All right. Timmy Bunny, if you could have a lifetime 50% discount in any single store at your local mall, what store would it be in? Is GameStop still around? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's a good answer. Uh, any store? Would a car dealership count? <laughs> I don't know. Are they attached to malls? 
in Japan. Uh, like they're vending machines too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe traditional stores. Ugh. Knowing me, probably Best Buy. Yeah, I mean, if it's local, I'd say Big W because they have literally everything from food to clothes to games to, you know, really random stuff. So that or I'd say Bunnings, which is like um, an Australian warehouse because Alex lives there and is probably spending all his wages in Bunnings for stuff. I don't even know what he's getting there, but he just lives there. So I'd get that for him. (laughs) Poor Alex. (laughs) I would get 50% off at the food court. Mm. Yeah. Sushi. Yeah. You're like, crap, I should have thought about that. Food. Oh, man, I know. Something I I need every day. (laughs) Shit. All right. And the last but certainly not least question. How awesome is Toronto Go? Super awesome. I love her. (laughs) Listen, like her. All right. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah, we all absolutely love love Allison. We uh, we've been seeing her a little bit more lately, and and I uh, like to see it when she shows up. Now, Terilyn may have to disappear here soon, so I'm going to take over the game side of things until until uh, she has to go. She'll say her goodbyes yes. before she disappears, right? Before I disappear, I will. I just have to ask Joey, what's the point of all those numbers? How does that work? It's a book. Oh, okay. it was math- mathematics. Okay. Yeah. So, so you ask, you got page numbers and then numbers of questions on the pages. So. Ah, I thought you were doing like, you know, when you go to um, school and it's like, choose, you know, five numbers and then you got to cross off everything and you work out who you're going to marry in the future and what job you're going to have. I thought you were doing some sort of like mathematical thing there, but no. Okay. It's all good. Just needed to know. Oh yeah, no, it's because there's two books in one here, so you, she one or two, she chooses one of the books, and then what page ah. it's on, and what which question down the line. Good stuff. We we had one last week. Tyrrell said, "How much uh, money would you have to be paid to give off or to give up sex, all sexual activity for a year, like everything Ooh. for one year?" I lowballed myself pretty bad. <laughs> Five dollars, no. <laughs> um, I think the, the other people gave more realistic answers. <laughs> but uh, no, that was the sort of question we were dealing with. All right, so we're going to play some Google Google Feud. Um, Tim and Bunny, culture, people, names, or questions? People. People. All right, our question is, I ate an entire blank. I ate an entire blank. Cake. Cake. I like how she thinks because that was mine. Cake is number two. All right, Terrilyn, before you disappear, I ate an entire. Ate an entire. Now, we know Google Feud has really peculiar answers. Um, you know when you say, I'm so hungry, I could eat a horse? Mm-hmm. What if we put horse? Horse. Okay. Uh, no. Man, I suck. Okay. Go away. <laughs> Pizza? Oh, yes. Something I do often. I'm a fat ass. Well, when Domino's Number one. A... Oh, nice. Hey. Ooh. Well, you know, when Domino's has their, you know, the, by the way, not sponsored, but when Domino's has their <laughs> two five ninety nine each deal, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of hard not to eat the whole freaking thing. 
Yeah, but the only thing I think I ate more than Domino's was two-for-one pizza, which I don't know if it's a thing elsewhere, but you basically, as it sounds, get two pizza for the price of one. The quality of pizza isn't great, but when you're poor, two-for-one pizza is amazing. I'm going to put pie, the antithesis of cake. And pie is number eight. No, number nine. Sorry. Next mm. one. We're doing really well, guys. Next one, Timid Buddy. Mm. Oh, sorry. What's your next answer? I ate an entire blank. Oh, oh, sorry. Um, hmm. Box of chocolates. <laughs> Box of chocolates. Right. Nay, unfortunately. Tyrell. I'm going to strike you out, I reckon, with this one. Turkey. Yep, I don't see that working out for you. But mm. C. No, strike three. Okay, so in 10th place was Bag of Chips. Yep. Been there. Eight. Um, hmm. Uh, I ate an entire onion. Ew. Ew. Yep. Uh, number seven is something I have almost done. Who hate to admit it. Ate a block of cheese. Done it. Ugh. Uh, ate a jar of peanut butter. Ate a box of cereal. Done ate it. a roll of cookie dough. Yep. And ate a cheesecake. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, Terrell, did you have to get going? Yeah, I think I'll head off now because otherwise I know I'll end up being late. So... Thank you. It's so great. I think this is my first podcast for the year, so it's great to be with you guys again, and we'll get back into the swing of things next week. It was lovely right. meeting you, Tim and Bunny. And, no um, yeah. <laughs> and I'll talk to you all soon. Sounds good. See you, Terrell. Thank you. Bye. All right, Tim and Bunny. Questions, names, people, or culture? Uh, names. Names. All right. So, ooh, here's one. James dot dot dot. James Franco. <laughs> James Franco. <laughs> oh, man. I shit all over him, and now we're putting him in Google feud. James. Oh, get out of the way. Notification. Uh, James Franco. Oh, this pains me. Number one. Oh, oh duh. <laughs> I got one that I thought was number one by a mile, and I'm wrong. That's what bothers me. Joey. Dean. James Dean should be there. You gotta be kidding me! It's not there. How did you spell it? D E A N. Hang on, just gonna double check something. I will put my answer in while James you check Dean? that. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I I asked who James Dean was, and it says little check something. <laughs> uh, I'll go with my answer. Who in the is meantime. James Dean? James Bond. Okay, no, you got the spelling correct. Just had to double check. James Bond is number eight. I would have thought James Bond was number one, so what do I know? All right, back to Timid Bunny. Uh, James Earl Jones. Ooh, I kind of like the way you think. <laughs> James Earl Jones. I can't believe James Dean isn't there. It's the second week in a row I haven't believed that something isn't there. Number three, James Earl Jones. Timid Bunny's on fire. Joey. And the giant peach. Fair. And I wonder if it would work if you just put the, the word peach. 
Uh, I'm going to put the whole thing, because Jane's Peach probably isn't a thing. James and the Giant Peach. No. Oh, God. Ah, uh, James, 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 James. I would have thought Jesse James, but it's James dot dot dot. James. If you have another one, Timmy Bunny, jump in. I'm rambling because I don't have anything. Uh, or Joey. Anyone. <laughs> Wait, who's the guy that wrote Peter Pan? And I go blank. Hang on. Ask ask your Google. <laughs> You're cheating. J.M. Barry. Yeah. Yeah, because isn't it first? Yeah, and his first name is James, so it's, it would be Matthew Barry. I'll put it in unless anyone has another James. I can't believe I'm blanking on James's. Yeah, me too. Matthew. B E R R Y, right? No. Oh, shit. B A R R I E. Like the city north of where I am. Where my where my sister moved to for a while with her husband and then stuff. So we got our third strike. Okay, so in 10th place, James Robert, I think. Um, oh, I should have got this one. In ninth, James Brown. No excuse. Uh, seven was James Bond. Eighth, again, no excuse, James Corden. No idea. Late night host. Uh, basketball oh! player. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Basketball player, James Harden. Uh, actor, James McAvoy. Uh, I think this guy's a politician, James Comey. And in second, James Baldwin. I don't know who that is. Anyway, Timid Bunny, where could we find you on the interwebs? We failed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she actually did well. Me and you. I mean, <laughs> hey, I got great. pizza at number one, so you did get. Yeah, okay, I will go. take. I will take this down myself. I, I, I did no better than eighth, so I sucked on that game. So where can we find you on the webs, Timid Bunny? Uh, on Twitch, Twitch TV slash Timid Bunny, or you can check me out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Timid Bunny, or Twitter underscore Timmy Bunny underscore. And again, as I mentioned in the show notes, will be the links to the uh, bunny sanctuaries that uh, Timmy Bunny was talking about earlier. Um, it has been an absolute blast having you on here. Thank you so much for joining us. I know no, we, Thank you, guys. Oh, it's our pleasure. We absolutely love doing these things, meeting people from the community. So until next time, guys, take care. Find Blair on Twitter at Blair Beverage, Webisode Watch, and Hoopod. His Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Blair Beverage, where he streams Friday evenings at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on YouTube. Just search his name. That's him. Finally, you can catch him playing the Goblin Shaman in the web series Basic Adventuring 101, which can be found on basicadventuring101.com. You can find Joey on Twitter at joeycouture underscore, because someone already stole it. On YouTube as Joey Couture, and you can also find him on Etsy, Joey Couture Geek Chic. You can find Tyrolin at Tiz Thunder on Twitter, Tyrolin Puxty on YouTube, Tyrolin Puxty on Facebook, and I'm pretty much floating around everywhere. T Y R O L I N P U X T Y. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time.